This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. People of Earth. The following podcast is not real. If this is your first time with us, welcome to the worldwide community that uses our service as part of a daily mindfulness routine. Simply breathe and allow the arguing and fumbling exposition to fade into a pleasant buzzing noise in the background. I'm told there are people who actually follow the dialogue, but that doesn't seem realistic. So switch on that salt lamp, light up a cinnamon stick or two, sit back and enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, first of all, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm whispering a little bit, and that's not the general tone of the podcast, but we are speaking... Ah! ah. What? Oh, sorry. I just thought of the word rat. You just... Sorry. Sorry. Keep going. Thought of the word rat? Yeah. Isn't that scary? The Ooh, word? Close, close one. Yeah, close one. Go ahead, buddy. You got this. I love that you conceptualize something scary as the word. It's like you didn't think <laughs> of a... What? Usador, you're doing a lot of gesticulating, like hand gestures to show. I think. Okay, two, 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 two fingers pointed at your eyes. You want me to poke you in the eyes, and now you're like waving your hand in a direction. Oh no, quiet, fool! You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be speaking through hand gestures so that we aren't caught by the princess Drake Aurelia. Houston, we've been doing this podcast for over six years. Hand gestures don't read for the listener. Capitha- and what have I been doing this whole time? Every time I cast a spell, one of my elaborate gestures help assist my uh, verbal commands and create the magic that you see before you. Yeah, and every time I talk to you, Arnie, I make that jerk-off motion. You're telling me people can't hear that? They assume. They yeah. assume. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of that, Chunk could turn into anything at all. He could just lie about it. <laughs> that's true. Oh, yeah, true. I just turned into a rat. No, that's too scary. Wait, shh, shh. Did you say the word rat? Yeah. 
Don't oh. try, you know Usador is afraid of the oh. word rat. Here's the thing. Oh, no. Oh, no, You're Arnie. both covered in rats right now, and you don't care about that. Oh, but there's something fine. about the word Arnie, rat. Rats don't bother me. It's the idea of rats. The concept of a rat. <gasps> oh, and I just thought of the word murder. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm scared of? The band rat. Ooh, two T's. Never listened to them, but as a child, their album covers scared me. Wait a minute. How many T's did they have? Two T's. Wow. Ooh, getting close. That's getting close. I'm trying with six T's. Four more T's and they're in big they're in big shit. That's true. And also you sort of know it's not Trat. I'm not talking about Trat, which I know is one of your favorite bands in Foon. I love Trat. Oh. What's what, what's some of your favorite Trat songs? Oh, they sing uh Smash Down the the Batten. It's a, it's a drinking song for a boat, and of course they sing, Wyvern's Gonna Get You Tonight. Uh, and of course they sing, uh, well, some of the other good ones. Oh, Take take Me In. Yeah, Take Me In's a good one. Do you know Take Me In, Ani? No. It's it, mostly guitar. It's mostly guitar. But then there's this one part where he goes, Take Me In! <laughs> I sort of like that. Huh. Yeah. I'm realizing I don't know very much about Trat. I think every time I try to think of a Trat song, I think of a To Quiet Riot song. They're not quite as good in my mind. Mm, I'm not going to take that. All right. Not anymore. Guys, though, I've got to return to Whispering because I'm remembering we're sneaking up. Here's the thing. We are in Northeast Kind of in the outskirts of Northeast right now. Uh, How do we know their skirts? It could be a dress. It could be we're in the outdress. We're in the outdress of Northeastia. Uh, we have been trying to figure out who kidnapped Tom Blaine Belleroth. And also, I guess we're like uh, trying to get a manuscript that Benedict Whisperbrew, the eunuch, lost. Oh, yeah. Yes, and I, I have to assume that Princess Trachea Aurelia has something to do with the disappearance of our sweet prince, Tom Blaine Belleroth. Uh, also... Probably the theft of that very manuscript of which you just referred to, Arnold. Ah, that's why I sent out all my little bird spies to find out where she may be hiding. And they all agreed that this cave right here, right over this ridge, is where she doth reside and plan her nefarious deeds. Yeah, and I sent Seance ahead because he glows in the dark. How does that help? Oh, so we can fucking see? So he can see? What do you think you've been following in the cave this whole time? Oh. That seance. Oh. I somehow thought that I had developed night vision. <laughs> Why would you fight? We're in a what? magic world. What? I could so magic far? stuff. Yeah, so but- you think you might just wake up one day with powers? Yeah. I mean, that's not the craziest thing that's happened. Oh, Ar- Arnie, you just got bit by that spider. Ah. Oh. Whoa, wait a sec. Hold on. My Arnie senses are tingling. Oh no, that was a nope, it was a, just a poisonous spider. You buddy sit down. I gotta suck out the poison. Okay. I gotta suck out the poison. No, no, that's not where it bit me. Here, take this rock. Hold on to this rock and sleep with it under your head every night, and soon you shall have magical powers all your own. You and your rocks. Alright, don't take the fucking rock, I don't care. Okay, so I want a rock. I want a rock! I want a rock! I want a rock! Yeah, I love no. I love Why that are you saying Because it? it's a good trat song. Oh, Trat. Okay, so here's the thing. It's been years since we've seen Princess Trachea Aurelia Belleroff, but as I remember, she's a little intimidating and kind of evil, so let's keep, let's sneak up quietly yes, so yes, we yes, keep yes, yes. our advantage. Okay, very smart. 
listeners. But let's also narrate everything we're doing into our microphones yes, so the listener good, still yes, feels involved. Good idea, good idea. I'm going to start by transforming myself into a tiny little rabbit that no one would suspect is a powerful wizard ready to destroy this princess if she has harmed one hair upon my friend's head. Errol I'm sort of half crouching and half walking, and I feel like my pants are falling down in the back, and I think people maybe can see my butt crack. So I'm reaching back and pulling my pants up, but I'm oh, I'm losing my balance, and I'm falling over face first into the, into the, into the oh, mud. Oh, there you go. And I'm going to turn myself into a giant rat. Why don't you change yourself into a giant word? Oh, I don't think I can do that. Let me try. Ow, no, nope, can't do it. Ow, 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 ow. Okay, okay it's good that we're narrating. We should be try to be a little quieter because we could rouse. I don't know if she has a retinue of gods or if there's a, a magical spell protecting oh. a hex around her area or something. Wait, wait, wait. Say stop. Say stop. Let's. Okay. That must, that must be more close. So, so, <gasps> my minions, spread your wings and report to me your findings. So! Oh, there's terrible winged creatures. They, they're like. Uh, that word that I hate with wings on them. Fly, flying words I hate. To bats? Oh, don't say it. Oh, now I want hot sauce. Should we, when, when should we reveal ourselves? I know you're there. Uh, what? You're right, it's not a very thick door, it's a cave. Surprise, oh. happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday to Princess Trachea Maria Belleroth, happy birthday to you. And many more. Now it'll rock! Fools, all of you, I cursed the day that you were to cross my path again, and here it is. She remembers us. I hey. remember all. Arnie, what's a poth? I don't know. Is it like? Is it is like it half a, an apothecary? I think so. It's but what half? I can't believe we crossed her poth. We need uh, to uncross it. Uh, uh, I just want to. Do you think that I came here to the kulats of Northeastia to see your faces intrude upon my solitude? Oh, but you are not here. Uh, Faced by some rabbit on these border trousers. Rather, Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiangalic, the dwarves know me as Zodan and Hukstangis. And you may know me better than Northeast as Gaswanius Maystar, but you may not call me by such a familiar name. If thou hast harmed one hair upon the head of sweet prince Tom Blaine Belroth. Yeah, and this giant black and white rat is actually Chunt. But now that I say it, I, I probably look pretty similar. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know, it's been a while. We only met twice. I'm Arnie. I'm from another world. I, you're royalty. I'm sure you meet a lot of people. So if you don't remember me, that's fine. I remember you. And then I made it a point to forget you. And now you are here and I remember again. I'll take it as a compliment. So, so you forgot in between, but you remember when you when you saw us. I I intentionally forgot because that is the power I have over my own mind. That's so what I erased say about, him. 
I erased him, and then now that I'm seeing him, I've rebooted it. Just That's Arnie. People. Just Arnie. Just, just I don't like otherworldlings. That's what oh. people say about me. Arnie, it just all comes flooding back. Well, I, I personally uh, love Arnie, and I I think... Oh, geez, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, but thank you, buddy. I love you're you welcome too. very much. Uh, he's a we don't, I'm sorry to interrupt. What? I know you're yeah. like doing something important, but we don't... Yeah. Um, honestly, we don't say it enough. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. I love you, Arnie. I love you, bud. Perhaps you all could get your own cave for this. Chunt, I love you, and we shall be in I, this cave. I love you. I, lo- I love you. Arnie, I love you. And I love, I love you, this kiddo. very cave. We're in this very cave. Why do I call you kiddo? Well, I love you, buddy. Why, don't tossle my hair. Oh, champ. <laughs> now, we've come here on serious business, though, uh, you disgraced princess. We saw your play, and we were unimpressed. Uh, the dialogue was trite and obvious. And now you here must scurry about in this cave now that you are no longer worthy of the throne of Northeastia. You fool. You think, you think that's why I sit in this cave? Because I'm unworthy? Because I'm embarrassed of some poor reviews of my play? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, would be, I would be ashamed if I'd uh, put on three dream ballets in one show. First of all, no one understood that those were dream ballets all of one, not three. It was what three segments of one ballet. All right. And just because it goes over your head, do not think that it is beneath you. Ah, if it goes over my head, then how could it be beneath me? Exactly. Point one, Usador. They both think they won that. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> Congratulations. I am not sitting in here licking my wounds, Mm -hmm. wishing that I was on some stage accepting an award in some type of gown where I could thank people who helped me along the way and then perhaps make a small joke to show that I'm still humble and walk off stage and have my photograph. That is not what's happening here. Oh, no. She clearly had a speech written. Do you want to read it? No. And look, she's right in front of like a a puddle that's very like reflective and she's holding a brush in her hand. I think we interrupted her like practicing her speeches. I was simply grooming as a lady does and sometimes I pause in my grooming and I look at my brush and I address it and I tell it things that I'm Yes, I was practicing yeah. what I would say if I did receive some kind of award for our play. Well, your daily rituals are yours to unpack and to live with. We care not about them. We are here on serious business. We have been sent not only to find uh, Prince Tomblaine, but also to find a missing manuscript of a certain Mr. Benedict Whisperbrew, does that Speak sound familiar not. to you? Speak not that eunuch name to me, sir. Whisperbrew? I would have re-eunuched him if it were possible. <laughs> that is unnecessarily cruel. Why would you do such a thing when or all Or is he- it good? Is it like re-eunuch? So, okay, let's, let me close my eyes and try and imagine this. Re- re-eunuch. So is it? Attach him and then cut him off. Or is it like taking more somehow? Either way, it would be excruciating and leave him as less of a man than he already is. It's a good trat song, though. 
Reunic and it feels so good. Oh no. <sighs> Reunic and you understood. I lost my stuff and I lost it again. And, 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 and. But that matters not. But why I... do bands like Trad always have to have a ballad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why do they? But it doesn't matter right now. I'm here to find answers. Well, in seeking your answers, you've inadvertently shown me your hand, wizard. So my brother's missing, is he? Pity. You said her quick. Pity. Cover your hands. And the eunuch, he's sad about his stupid, insignificant little manuscript. No. No. Yeah, Tom Blade's fine, and uh, Benedict has his but manuscript. That's not what you said. You see Your what I... serious business was about my missing brother and a missing manuscript. Hmm. From your own tongue, you said it. Ah, yes, but that was a trick to expose the fact that you wanted those things to happen. Ha-ha! I win again! Two points for you, Sador. Well, a hundred points for me because you're wrong. That's not what I want. Damn. I don't want my brother missing. I want to know exactly where he is, or at least parts of him. Like his head on oh. a stick in my bedroom so that I may slap it every night before I go to sleep. Okay, can, can we walk through this plan a little bit? Head on a stick in your bedroom so you can slap it every night before you go to sleep. I think it's pretty, or I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I am a little confused because if his head's on a stick, then what's on his neck? The stick becomes his neck and his body because he's dead. He's beheaded. <gasps> his dead oh. head is on my stick in my room and I slap it gotcha. before bed. The way some people would say prayers. Yeah, you skipped over the dead part. I was implied because the stick was <laughs> uh, yeah. replacing his body. I got that part, you sort of. That's a dumb okay. question. Right. I want to know, what are his feet? What are his feet? What are his feet in this scenario? Yeah, if the stick's his neck, what are his feet? His feet are his, his hands. I will put his hands where his feet would be so that they may I may step on his fingers on my mm. way to bed. And if he's dead, when you slap him, he can't feel pain. So is that just for you? It's an insult to his spirit. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Would you, and here, I don't know if you're open to notes on this, because I think like I'm 99% there, I see it, and it makes a lot of sense. Would you consider like peeing on him before bed? Because that's a what? little more insulting. Where did that come from? <laughs> what, peeing on him? Yeah. Also, it's very I hard for a it. woman to pee on things. I guess that's true. I guess it depends on where you put the thing. I mean, yeah. if you've got a severed head, you could probably position it in such a way that you could pee directly into his open mouth, uh, disgracing him for the rest of all time. But that's a lot of effort. That's a lot of output of energy. She doesn't want that, right? She wants to get the most return for output of energy. So, like, she could pee on his feet hands. You're the one that brought it up. I'm just trying to solve problems here. Arnie, what part of hit the head made you think of going to the bathroom on him? She's gonna, she's gonna hit the head on the stick, and that's that. Yeah. Good point, Sean. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I love, love you. <laughs> I guess I'm also thinking of it because clearly back there, there's a bunch of snakes being drained uh, of blood, and I yes. oh. psychologically, I thought drain the snakes. What do you do with your snakes? You leave them full of blood, you simple, stupid man. Of course I leave snakes filled with blood. I also don't choke chickens the way you are in that room over there. This is a disgusting abode you've built for yourself. Who chokes your chickens, you stupid wizard? That reminds me, I should say hello to your uh, bodyguard, Mr. Thick Dick. I want to say hello to Mr. Thick Dick. 
He's not allowed to speak, but he okay. acknowledges your presence. Do you oh. see how he went up on his toes and got a little bigger when you said his name? That's <laughs> yeah, his wink. greeting. Winked at you with his one good eye? Mm-hmm. Yes. Why He got up on his toes and he kind of peered over at us. Keep your eyes on your own prize, buddy. So you claim to have nothing to do with the kidnapping of Tom Blaine Belleroth that Arnie witnessed with his own eyes. Which may or may not be a hypothetical situation we're talking about. Of course I don't. Do you think I would take the time to just snatch my dear brother? And what? Keep him in a cage, poke him with a stick, taunt him? Where's the fun in that? If I had him, his blood would splatter the lands from here to the very edge of Foon. Ah, you fool. He doesn't have enough blood to make it all the way to the edge of Foon. Point three for Usador. Negative 1,000 points for you. That is what the snake blood is for. The snake blood will add volume to his blood. How do I keep losing so many points? She mixes the snake blood with his blood. She's got a plan. She's she's working. I gotta say, I'm impressed. Thank you, Arnold. I'll try and remember you on purpose next time. Mm. Arnie, we could use a little more support here and less support for Trachea evil plans. But Look, I'm not saying I approve of it. I'm just saying, like, I appreciate it. Everyone's got a little bit of slapdash plans, right? Like, I feel like she's one of the few people that's just sort of like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up simple, achievable goals on my way to doing it. How am I going to sprinkle my my dead brother's blood all over Foon? Well, he doesn't have enough. Where can I get more blood? All right. I love you. I love you, too. John, you, too. I love you, too. I love you, too. Princess Trachea, I love you, too. What? That's... It's not what this cave is for. Thick dick, I love you. <laughs> Gave you another wink. So, Princess, if you don't mind, it's been a while since we've seen you. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I have been once again plotting the gruesome, horrific death of my dear brother, who did not deem it worthy of his time to come and try and take part in my play. So you know what? I'm done. With the dress-up games, I've on to a new plan. And Benedict was supposed to be part of it, but he doesn't have the stomach for it. Or the bowls. Oh, yeah. Was that what you meant by reuniting? Like, taking the stomach? Never mind, don't answer that. I told him, when the play didn't work, we had to redouble efforts, and I wanted to spawn, to spread my seed, to create more of me to be out in the world to find Tom Blaine because clearly I couldn't cover enough ground on my own. I'm listening. So I asked Benedict if he would like to help me spawn. Mm-hmm. And for reasons I still don't understand, it wasn't working, so we looked into doing IVF. I- IVF? Yes. For, for reasons you don't understand? Yes. You tried inside vagina fucking? No. <laughs> Inept victim fornification. F- fornification. We tried to find a way so that my very essence could infect anyone around me, and then I could take them over, thereby becoming everyone at once. I will have eyes everywhere. Tom Blaine can be nowhere that I can't see. So, uh, in this way, you could infect uh, hundreds or thousands of people around you. Everyone. Uh, Everyone. This is the most despicable plan I've heard from you yet. Prepare to face the wrath of a wizard. But first, we'll take a quick break.
This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. So, Princess Trachea Aurelia, first of all, this cave, you've done a lot with it. I've got to say, there's a lot going on in here. Thank you. Took a lot of animals to die Mm. to create this look. A lot of bones and, Mm -hmm. like, half animal Don't touch that. Wizard? Can I, please? No. Why not? Do you want a curse for a thousand years? Ooh, do I want to curse for a thousand years? Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck, damn shit, fuck, shit. Well, I only did it for 30 seconds and it's exhausting. I know. Oh, can I ask, did you? Wow. Oh my gosh, did you get this in Better Bones and Garden? No, Badger. Oh, sorry. I, well, I, I didn't mean to say that you're basic. It's just, I feel like I saw this same skeleton in Better Bones and Garden. And I was eyeing it. Um, sorry. Everything you see is something that has died by my hand. It makes it more personal. Everything? Everything. This skull has a price tag on it. That was the price of his life. (laughs) Mm. Did you kill the price tag before you put it on the skull? I left it on. I thought it was ironic. So you made all this because I, uh, to me, I assumed it was from Pier None, which is just a place where you go if you're just you have no peers. You're just kind of above everybody. No, I've made it all, and between you and I, I'm considering selling some of it. Oh, oh, uh, how much are you asking? I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's hard to put a price on your talents, but it doesn't hurt to have a fallback plan. It's what I learned from my time in theater. Hmm. Well, while we're here, I'd be in the market to buy something. I mean, we have a couple of coins, which, as we know, is the official currency of uh, the Northeast, coins. Well, I've never shown anyone my studio before, but if you're willing to spend money, I will show you some things I've been working on. Oh, yes, please, show us. Is it behind that curtain here? Yes, it's actually not a curtain, that's flesh. Wow. Oh, can I? Arnie Usador. Do you see that on this curtain of flesh, there's, like, some splatters of paint? I, I feel like she did that just so it looked kind of artistic. I, I don't think paint got on there by accident, right? Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's sort of a, an affectation. Yeah, it's like when people put paint on their pants, and it's like, you weren't painting, you did that for a look. Yeah. Trying too hard, right? Trying too hard. Yes, show us more of your bespoke skull art. Well, come right in here. Everything in here 
was alive within the past five years. I like to kill young because everything is still pliable. Oh. Oh, yes, these are all very small bones. That's, um... Wow. It's much harder to work with, much more delicate. Look at these two paintings next to each other. One is of a horse dying and giving a little yell, and one is of a man acting like a horse. So this is a mone and a man Yes, they come as a set. I won't sell them separately. Wow, I could almost barely tell the difference. Yeah, and they won't they won't make sense separate <laughs> from each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, this is all very nice. Uh, I think we'd be willing to give you upwards of uh, 12 coins for the whole thing. For the whole room? Yeah, 12 coins. Including the curtain. I will sell you this room for your 12 coins and all the information you have about my brother's last whereabouts. <laughs> Wait, Usador, this is a good deal for us because we know almost nothing. You're right. You're right. We agree to your terms. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fuck, fuck, ten, shit, shit, eleven. Fuck, fuck shit, fuck. Uh, does one of you have uh, another coin? I'm, I'm short of coin. Oh. Typical wizard. Well, I, I actually do have a coin, but oh. it's it's a co- it's one of those coins that's worth eleven coins. God damn! So we're kind of back where we started. <laughs> mm. Wait, Ernie, what do you have? I I still have this Silent Eye coin. Oh yeah, and that's that's the one that people can still buy. Yeah, I should bring that up more often. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's currency here in Northeastia though. I don't think it counts as a coin. That's uh, right. It's a special challenge coin, special If coin. it's not a coin with the back of a baby Tom Blaine's head breastfeeding on it, then it's not an official coin of the Northeast. Yeah, how do you feel about the the fact that the the currency, the coins here, uh, have an image of your brother uh, breastfeeding from your mother on them? I feel the same way as I feel about the fact that he breastfed from my mother's teeth till the age of nine. Disgusted. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. you know what? We finally found some common ground. We all agree on that. It's not a good look. Now, do you think a true ruler is someone who relied upon his mother's teeth to keep him alive for nine years? Yeah, I, I suppose that's, you're making a good, a good salient point, but, uh, uh, I just can't imagine uh, how the disarray and how quickly the uh, the kingdom would fall to the hands of the Dark Lord when the last bastions left against that force of evil. If it were to fall into your hands, surely you'd make some deal with him or he'd come in and kill you or uh, you'd just be like, get married to him or something. And I'd be like, ah, well, hell, we're all... We're all fucked now. Oh, although I gotta say, a Dark Lord wedding sounds like good content. Arnie. You are not helping this week. Help us defeat evil. I love you. I love you too. I love you guys. Why are you so sure that my brother's not evil and that my brother <gasps> wouldn't fall in love with the Dark Lord? Is it because I'm a woman? But no, no, that's not it. It's because oh. you do evil things all the time and he doesn't. That you know of. Oh. Although, Usador, to be fair, we should interrogate our own biases on this. You're right. How much of it is because... Trachea is a woman. I, I mean, look, you've killed everything in this room, but also, I mean, Tom Blaine's kind of a fucking idiot, so, like, why do what? we support him so much? What do you mean? I mean, he's borderline insane. Well, I, I don't think so. I think he's a very talented person, and that sometimes talent uh, can be confused uh, for uh, abnormality, 
uh, because it just doesn't happen to fit into the exact box that all the other wizards do. Just because you're a little bit different than the rest of them doesn't mean that uh, you should be uh, cast out. Did you know that when he was ten years old and my mother refused him her teat, he started to gnaw on the legs of all the chairs in our dining room? (laughs) Yes, everyone knows that. It's one of the best Trat songs. Everybody knows table legs or tits. Next best thing. Oh man! Every when my when my parents used to go to bed, I used to lift up the tablecloth and then put it down, and then lift it up and put it down, and lift it up, and then my dad would walk. Out, oh, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Anybody? I love you guys. I love you, Arnie. I love you. Be sorry, I love you. When you were a child, was it ever a thing where like the tablecloth over? <laughs> Was it the tablecloth? You could just barely see through it, like a yeah. little bit. It's almost like yeah. it was scrambling those so legs. It's like if, if I kind of went back and forth, like I could almost make something out. Yeah, and you're oh, like, yeah. wait a second, is that the table leg? <laughs> I think that's a table. It is a table leg. But then I was uh, like, my table leg doesn't look like that. Should it? All the advances in tables these days, <laughs> kids, they don't understand. They can just fucking look at a table. What else? <laughs> oh, Trachea, come back. She's trying to walk away. <laughs> Trachea, Trachea. Drake. Please, come back here. Sorry, I heard Thick Dick calling for me. <laughs> Princess Drakea Aurelia Bellarath, let's look. You're, you've made some fair points. Tell us, what is your plan for the Northeast? Like, if, if you do succeed in killing your brother and usurping his power and being uh, the, the new queen of the Northeast, what will you do with that power? Well, immediately upon my rise to power, everyone will be conscripted to the military. Mm. We will become the greatest fighting force that Foon has ever seen, protecting our borders, killing anything that comes for what is ours. Mm. And then once we're done with that, we will drink the blood of our enemies in a never-ending feast and and raucous party. Okay. I mean... I like parts it's the of the worst that. I've heard. Yeah, well, it has in some time. I mean, I mean never, look, never there, is too strong. Too. It does help that the Dark Lord has taken over most of Foon, and so I guess his forces are at the border of the Northeast at some point. But what, like, say you defeat the Dark Lord, do you open your borders then? <laughs> Who do you think is worth coming through our borders? We will kill anything that comes near them. What about a cute little puppy? No, it's never just a puppy. It's a Trojan puppy. Wait. You know, one of those puppies that can turn into a giant horse and then stab out your eyes. Oh, that's bad. That does sound bad. Yes, I know those horses. What if it's a what if it's an adorable little puppy and his name is Scoop Booby? <laughs> oh, little Scoop Booby. Here's Scoop Booby. Right, could, you, Scoop could, Booby. You, could you kill little Scoop Booby? Could you kill Scoop Booby? Look, Could hey, Trachea, look us in the eyes. Could you kill Scoop Booby? Huh? I mean, you? you've just seen my studio. I think it's highly likely I've already killed three or four Scoop oh, Boobies. Oh, no, guys, before we even knew about Scoop Booby, Scoop Booby was dead. No. <laughs> now you own him because you bought everything in the studio, oh, so now you okay. are drinking well, your mead out of his eye sockets. What if maybe two years later, Scoop Booby had a little nephew that came along? I'm out. <laughs> Rot row. Now, uh, I don't know why uh, the two of you, uh, all three of you, really are so quick to turn on Tom Blaine. Uh, look, all he's done is fall in love with a milkmaid, run off uh, to join a band of uh, merry uh, boardwalkers who uh, simply entertain people with their plays. Uh, 
disguised himself as a series of bats, fallen in love with an acorn, and... Okay, I'm see- oh, no, I'm seeing it now. Yeah, okay, now that I'm hearing it. It's yeah, also yeah, yeah. it's also fascinating to hear you say it out loud, Usador, that he fell in love with a milkmaid. And what did we just learn? He milked from his mother's teat until he was nine. Wow. wow. He's got a type. Wow. He's got- <laughs> wow. He's got a type. He has a type. He has a type. Now, in all this time you spent speaking with my brother, did you ask him what his plans are when he becomes a ruler, or did you just assume that he had it under control. Huh. Uh, have we ever wow. asked him what he would actually God. do? No, I, think just, hmm. I think we just I guess I've always just been like, be... he's a royalty. He's yeah. probably going to be king. Wouldn't it be cool if I was friends with someone who was eventually a king? Hmm. I assume he pour some more money into the arts because he's a big you know, patron of the arts. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought maybe he'd uh, change some of the laws about who a king can marry so he could marry the person he really loved instead of the person he had to marry to take the throne in the first place. Uh, and I thought maybe, I thought maybe, just maybe, he'd send out his uh, retinue of guards to uh, murder you in your sleep. And that would be the only interesting thing he does. Speaking of, like, getting married and, and, and stuff, Princess Drakea, Aurelia, Belleroth, have you had any kind of romance in your life besides whatever was going on between you and, and Benedict Whisperbrew, of which I still can't quite figure out the logistics of in my head? It's a very personal question, Arnold. I'm like the Barbara Walters of Foon. I suppose I could say that I've had several loves mm-hmm. in my life, but... Of them, Benedict is the only one who broke my heart. I would feel more pathos for her if she wasn't balancing that dagger on the tip of her finger. Yeah, yeah. it's really ominous. Also, I don't know if you two noticed this, but the whole time Thick Dick's been like cracking his knuckles and turning his head side to side. Also, I came up with a little jingle. Let me see if he likes it. Can I get a Thick Dick, dude? <laughs> I, is he smiling? Let me do it again. Let me get a thick dick, dude. Oh, yeah, big old smile. Big old smile. He cracked his knuckles and he cracked his smile. That reminds me, totally unrelated. We get so many emails asking uh, for ringtones. Anyway, that doesn't mean anything. So, Princess Benedict broke your heart. Yes, when he refused to work anymore on our endeavor to spawn, and it became quite clear that he was going to leave and go out on his own, He took the heart that I had procured from the cursed boy and he put it beneath his boot and he stomped on it and then he strode out. Just smashed Um. it into the floor. Yeah, I mean, mean, his his version of events is a little different. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, But there was something in there that sort of stuck out to me that I wanted to ask a follow-up question about. Uh, The cursed boy? Yes, the cursed boy. Every village has a boy who is the most cursed. And in the last village that Benedict and I were in, performing our play, I decided it would be fun if I could procure the heart of the cursed boy and give it to him as a present for our opening night. Oh, okay. All right. right. Guys, I just realized something. You know how they always say, if you can't spot the cursed boy at the table, you're the cursed boy? I think we're cursed boys. Yeah, I, I think Wait, all of all three of us. I guess yeah. so. Definitely one of us. Uh, Definitely maybe all one three. of us. Not it. Not it. Arnie, wait, buddy. Wait, what are the rules? Wolf. Wait, what are the rules of what we're doing? <laughs> well, I, it's a very, it's a very um, 
thoughtful uh, gift, I suppose. Um, thought thought half full. Yeah, it's a thought half full gift uh, because it, you're giving something to one person, mm-hmm. yet you're taking uh, the life of another in order to do it, even though they are the cursed boy. Uh, to be fair, he was cursed to die in a horrible way, and I made sure that that happened. That was his birthright, and he achieved it. Okay, but maybe maybe he could have died in a cursed way um, in his 80s? Maybe he could have been the cursed uh, elderly cursed man? man? yeah. I'm just saying, like, had you not killed him, we don't know what may have become of him. Uh, perhaps he would have passed his title of cursed boy onto his cursed son, and then he could have just been a normal guy who, I don't know... Um, Worked at a bar or something? I I don't know what his yeah. I don't know what he does with his time, you know. Maybe once he, like, once whoa, he passes whoa. off the cursed title though, you can do whatever he wants. And they'd be like, hey, hey, come on, cursed boy, that's my dad. Call me Kevin. Right. Yeah. He could have right. just yeah. been Kevin. Would you kill a Kevin? Would you kill Kevin as he's walking Scoop Booby? Uh, there's a skeleton right there with the label Kevin on it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I make it a rule to always kill a Kevin. Always. Always. Ah. Uh, someday that's going to cost her. Almost there. Kevin Coster? Mm-hmm. Kevin Coster. <laughs> Either way, I got what I thought was a very beautiful and sentimental gift for someone who was important to me. And clearly it was not important to him. So as he stepped on the heart that I so violently got him, I took what was important to him, his stupid little manuscript. Oh, oh you, you do have it. Oh, oh, of course oh. I have it. Wow. And you kidnapped Tom Lane Belleroth. No, we've uh, been over that. Damn. But yes, I did take his manuscript, and I'm not sorry about it. Uh, is it... Have you read it? Is it yeah, good? Yeah, it's any good. Because he was really high on it. He was really talking it up. Can we... Can we have the manuscript? As long as you promise that it will not get back in his hands to complete. Because if he completes this... I shudder to think of the joy and happiness it would bring him. Oh, he just shuddered. What was that about? I was thinking of the joy and happiness it would bring him. It pains me to say, but it is brilliant. Oh. Oh. But to be fair, you thought Woof was brilliant, and it kind of... How can I say this in an appropriately uh, wizardly way? Sucked the big one. (laughs) Wizard, you reveal your ignorance. You didn't understand it. Then explain it to me. The woof mm-hmm. is the primal sound within all of us. Uh-huh. Okay. Think about that. Why, after so many woofs, did the main character then say, more power? Because sometimes your primal scream is quiet when it's just the rage that simmers within. And sometimes your woof needs more power so that everyone in your path can quake with your primal screams. Mm. What about the neighbor? We never really got to see him. Yeah, why was it just him from the nose up? Uh. Behind, a, behind a fence. <laughs> Are we boiling you? Sorry. You yawning? We're boiling you? It's not that. It's just that it's almost my tool time. <laughs> oh, yes. You have a wide array of tools in here. You could you could uh, really uh, you could do a lot of um, improvements with these. Yes, it's my sharpening hour. Oh, sharpening hour. Yes, every day I sit down and I sharpen my tools so that they're ready at maximum sharpness for whatever I need them for. It's my tool time. So, so Princess Trachea, Aurelia, Belleroth, so your, your plan to, I guess, 
make everyone you with the help yes. of Benedict didn't seem like it was working. If you don't, and I'm just making small talk here, mm-hmm. what is your current plan to take over the Northeast? Well, if you must know, I'm at a bit of an impasse with my planning process because I haven't had to plan on my own in some time, and now I find myself here trying to plan on my own and having to write plans on just one small sheet of paper when Benedict and I used to roll out one long sheet of paper and write on it together, and now I may as well just plan on a post-it because that's all the thoughts I have, just one post-it's worth of thoughts. Oh, on your own, that sounds the miserable. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, I, I must ask, uh, you sent some winged minions off as, as we first arrived, though. Were they I just, did. like, going to get groceries and stuff? They're not really doing any nefarious tasks yet? I like to periodically send out my winged minions just so that people know that I'm still around and still scary. Yeah, just yeah, just putting the fear of the goddesses in them. I understand that. Yeah, just you, they circle around a few times, and people are like, ah, they cower in fear. Yeah, that's that's a good plan. I like that. I, I, I have to say, uh, princess, I want to offer you an opportunity once again to change sides, put all of your machinations towards the forces of good. Yes, sharpen your knives, but sharpen them against the forces of evil. Slit the throat of the forces of darkness and join us. And then you and your brother can rule the galaxy together as brother and sister. That sounds like a nightmare. All right. The only mm, joy right. I have left in my life is thinking about what it will feel like the day that I get to bathe my hands in Tom Blaine's blood. So no, I don't want to rule with him and sit down and have conversations with him about the different types of notes we should send out to everyone in town to make them feel special or whatever stupid huggy kissy lovey mumbo jumbo he would want to do you ever thought about family therapy like may, like maybe get everybody in a room just like kind of talk some of this stuff out you your mom your brother just kind of oh, like oh i love family therapy arnie have you ever done that so what it is is it's a bunch of family members get into a therapist's office and then a the therapist will say like what are your top seven problems and they'll be like oh, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, lack of communication and then the therapist will go show me lack of communication then it'll be like eh, and they'll be like oh dad you fucking idiot <laughs> you get it I do I think so what if someone accidentally says something dirty though how does the therapist react oh the therapist big sort of flips out big old wide face big old wide face Eyes straight around the room. Like, can you believe this? <laughs> if I was in that family, I'd be like, therapist, you fucking set me up for that. Don't pretend like you're not complicit in this dirty joke. Actually, wizard, perhaps you're onto something. Perhaps I will invite Tom Blaine to sit down, meet me for some family therapy, and perhaps once we are in one room together, I will take out my knife. And I will slit him end to end. Oh, no. And I will take out his innards, and I will wrap them around me like a scarf. Okay. And I will chop off his head and put it on the pole like I have always dreamed. And slap his face. Slap his face. 
that wasn't exactly what I was going for there. And for a moment, when I thought you had agreed to it, I was going to offer to be thine envoy and uh, to go to Tom Blade once we found him. Yes, and say do that. that. Yes, do that. Yes. Yes. But but I can't do that in good faith now because I know you. it's just a plot to murder him. And now if you, oh. in good faith, wanted to have family therapy with him, I would go to him and say, your sister wants to reach out. She wants to learn. She wants to grow. Yes, I do. I want to learn and grow and learn what his insides look like and grow my By collection. By hearing the things he says, you'd, um, you'd, you'd see what his insides look like because he would share his inner thoughts and feelings through the through speech. Of course, and then if I did not understand his words, I would look at his actual insides <laughs> to see if that shed any light on yeah. mm-hmm. anything. I, I feel like if she would just stop mid-sentence, her plan would work. It's... <laughs> Because usually you're just so ready to forget that other stuff. I, I really, I really want to make them uh, get back together. I really want to, you know, form a family unit that's stronger and better uh, through, you know, working through your issues. Uh, but it seems like you're unwilling to make that step. No, I'm very open to your ideas. And I, <gasps> if you sincerely want to bring Tom Blaine to me in a small oh, enclosed space at a set time that we both know about and could easily scout a location and have plans, I think that would be wonderful. Oh, it seems she does want to change. Turn over a new leaf, Arnie. Yes. I could I could help them come together. For example, we could uh, we could meet here at my cave. Wait a second. I just, and I'm, I just had this revelation, sincerely. Those things that you were releasing, those, those were to bats or bats? They were bat, two T's. Bats with two T's. Okay. And they came out of this cave. Is this... Have you been camping out at the cave that to eventually become king, Tom Blaine would have to come to to do the bat dance? <laughs> Why, Arnie, that would be positively diabolical of me, wouldn't it? You know what? I got to respect that she's got a plan. She yeah. thinks of achievable goals to get there. Damn, she's got it on track. But please, if you see my brother or anyone who might be in contact with him, tell him how emotional I am and how lost I am and how scattered my mind is without a plan. Please tell him. Oh, I shall share this information now that you have turned over a new leaf. I shall bring uh, the siblings Belleroth together, and together they shall form a partnership stronger than e'er this kingdom has seen. Oh, wizard, you do me a kindness. And you do me an honor by accepting the forces of goodness and light into your heart and helping us defeat the forces of evil. That is almost certainly what I'm agreeing to. Good enough for me. (laughs) Uh, Well, before we go, because, you know, we can't stay in this cave all night, uh, why don't we do an email? Uh, Princess Trachea Aurelia Balaroff, do do you mind if we answer an email? As long as it's quick. You're cutting into my tool time. Uh, Let's see here. Here's an email from a listener. They say, hello, I just wanted to reach out and say that you all, those of you on and off mic, are awesome. And I appreciate the comfort your show has provided me since 2015. I think Goblins was the first episode released once I'd started listening. So it sounds, Princess Trachea, Raelia Belaroff, it sounds like they've been listening since right around the time uh, you were first on. Anyway, I just want to thank you for being there for me when I need you and demonstrating understanding for the time I needed away. Hmm. This show is so incredible and such an integral part of the person I've become. 
You might like to know you've seen me through high school. 2015 was the spring of my junior year. Undergrad, class of 2019. Grad school, class of 2020. And now into my first year as a full-time high school teacher. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do. Keep up the jokes and the good times. Get some rest, drink some water, and please stay healthy. All the best, Amy. That's so nice. Congratulations, Amy. And thanks for... I feel... Oh my, you guys, I'm crying. I feel like we erased Amy. I know. Amy, you done good, Amy. Three guys and a little lady who is now in her first year of teaching. <laughs> Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> well, you are your hundreds and hundreds of years old. Yeah, yeah, that was unrelated to the email. I am, I am over 300 years old, so it's just something I thought of. Yeah, it's not that you're old, it's that the podcast is old. Yeah. Oh, oh no, the podcast is but a drop in the bucket of my life. Uh, Arnie, I, I have a cave mail here. Do you mind if I read it? Wouldn't you say that's a sea mail? No, it's, uh, we're in a cave, so it's a cave mail. Oh, okay. This is from Roseanne. It says, hey guys, I'm Roseanne from Singapore. Singapore? Isn't that that karaoke bar? Mm-hmm. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. P.S. I really like your voice and it sounds super sexy. Speaking to Chunt. Wow. Oh. Well, Ooh, there you- it's so funny, I just, I just randomly went into my email, and this is the only one I found. Sean, from That's now on, should we start so call, referring to you as Roseanne from Singapore? <laughs> here's a mead for you, and a here's a stout for you, and here's a pour, a pour for everyone. Sing while I pour, it's a Singapore. We asked a hundred cousins... What's the wettest thing on your wedding night? <laughs> no, no, see, that's <laughs> the answer was champagne, you pervert. <laughs> see, that's a trap. That is a trap. That's a parent trap. It's not a parent. <laughs> well, anyway, if you want to email me, you can always email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. And if you want to email Chunt, what's your email address? It's chunt with six T's at gmail.com. And if we ever find him again, if you want to ask a question for Tom Blaine Belleroff, include that in the email as well. What is his email address? Oh, he does. I mean, they can email us. If you, they can email us and then we'll pass it, pass it along. Yeah. Also, if you have any emails or suggestions for Scoop Booby, you can email those to me. Or if you have any thoughts or little jingles, you can send those to me as well for Thick Dick. Let me get a Thick Dick, dude. And just to be clear, those emails go to John. <laughs> Do not send those emails to Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. We asked 100 brother-in-laws, what's the hardest thing in your pants? Oh, see. My nuts. <laughs> Unrelated. And I've said this to you before, Chunt. Do not become a therapist. We'll see. Uh, Princess Drakey, Aurelia Belleroth, should we invite listeners to send us email questions for you as well? Please. By all means, send in your queries, however dark they may be. All right. Some listeners will take that as a challenge. And if you want your cave to look like Trachea Aurelia's, you can probably pick up the latest issue of Better Bones and Garden. It's going to be the same fucking thing. Yeah, none of this shit has been spoken. She's so basic. So basic. Anyway, on behalf of myself, Usador, Princess Trachea Aurelia Belleroth, and Roseanne from Singapore, this has been Hello from the Magic Tavern. What are these pumpkin spice chains on the wall? Oh, I'm very sure. Ow! 
And so, another piece drops into place within the carefully constructed puzzle we've been revealing week after... Oh, are we live again? Sorry, just reading one of the episode descriptions from Wolf359. Well, this was fun, right? And even kind of interesting. Like when you drop a box of straws all over the floor. Every so often, they make a beautiful pattern. Other times, it's just a mess. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Princess Trachea Aurelia Belleroth was played by special guest Megan O'Neill. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Earwolf producer Kimmy Lucas. This episode edited by Sage GC. Special assistance provided by Ryan DeGiorgi. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. For a version of this episode where Scoop Booby has been replaced with whatever phrase the patient staff on the Earwolf legal team provide, watch our social media. Or call the hotline created during this episode specifically for people wrestling with whatever feelings the phrase Scoop Booby may summon. Just call 1-800. There may have been some other numbers. Just feel it out. I love you, even while you're wearing that. And behaving the way you do. Otherwise, it's unconditional. Minus a few things I'll tell you about when you're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 65th National Finals of Distinguished Young Women. Every year, one girl from every state leaves her family, her whole life behind, for two weeks and spends each day training, practicing, preparing. Because to win this competition, she needs to wow a panel of judges with her academic record, her athletic ability, her speaking skills, and a show-stopping talent. I met her and I was like, she's going to win. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. When I sing that song about being a black woman in America, there's going to be backlash about that. Oh, just so happy. So happy. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. And then we stayed with them for the next year, unpacking just what happened those two weeks in Mobile. I'm Shimoliai, and from Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.